Angie's List is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. Hi, this is the bad boy, Joey Chanel, and you're listening to the Going In Raw podcast. Joey Janelle always goes in. This is the American Nightmare, Cody Rhodes, and you are listening to Going In Raw. Hey everyone, Kenny Omega here. In case you didn't know, we have an awesome kick butt show called Stephen Larson's Going In Raw, and they're going to be supporting AEW every week amongst many other things. Goodbye and smooch. Good night. Bye bang. Hey, Brendo, Steve here. Hey, Larson. And welcome back to Going In Raw, the only pro wrestling podcast you need to be listening to right here at youtube.com forward slash Steve and Larson, available wherever podcasts can be found. And of course, tape live at the Twitch, twitch.tv forward slash Steve and Larson. Uh, what's going on uh, Yeah, this weekend? Oh yeah, we got TakeOver. That's right. We got TakeOver this Sunday. Sunday. We'll so be doing our be predictions fun. tomorrow. Yeah, we're not going to be doing... Uh, and what's the impact one? Hard to, no, it's not hard. No to surrender. No surrender. Thank you. Uh, all these Steven Seagal movie titles. Uh, we're not going to be doing that this Saturday, uh, because I will be gone. Yeah. Uh, and, uh, who wants to do two pay-per-views in a row? Uh, yeah, so it's WrestleMania. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah, exactly. Or uh, Wrestle Kingdom. But, uh, yeah, but, uh, you know, you guys watch it, have a good time, and uh, we'll, yeah, we'll totally. catch the, the. I'm sure they'll have on Tuesday. They'll have a Fallout episode on. Hey, and, and on Saturday as well, Bloodsport Four featuring. Oh Cal man! Jack. Yeah, we got to start plugging that. Yeah, I'm definitely gonna watch that after the fact, though. But same, I'm gonna be in. Same. They be got some good deals. You can get you can get Bloodsport Four, Four and Five, and like a T-shirt. They got a package, and the T-shirts look pretty cool. Yeah, those do look cool. I've seen those. Those are cool. You know, also is cool. Tonight's AEW Dynamite. Oh, hell of a show. Hell of a Holy show. Holy crap! They didn't Fun have show. to be a themed episode, and they put on just a banger. Like it just felt like there was an extra spring to their step tonight. Uh, of course, it was all capped off. Uh, number one, there was a lot of story movement going on, uh, just all across the board tonight. But okay, also, hold on. Time out. Time out. Patrick Oliva yeah. says, "Ha ha! Check out AEW after the show. Kenny and Good Brothers just did a New Japan style press conference." <laughs> Okay. All right. That's going to be good. Anyways, yes. You're talking about a storyline. This is probably the most story traditional in terms of the the, the storytelling devices and tropes of pro wrestling. The most storytelling focused episode of Dynamite they've had. Mm -hmm. Usually they'll have, you know, a handful of interview promo bits and then a bunch of matches. There was a lot more interview stuff, a lot more promo stuff tonight than typically uh, appears on Dynamite. But thankfully, they were smart enough to not let any one of those individual segments overstay their welcome. Well, which is none a of them raw hat, or especially raw, but WB in general. None of them, none of them were purposeless. You know what yeah. I mean? Like yeah. they all served, and oftentimes it's hey. Tell us about what just happened. Well, we just saw what happened. We didn't really need to know their their motivation. I mean, there was one maybe exception with that, and that was Sammy. But, man, I, I want to know what was going on in Sammy's head. So it's like mm-hmm. even that's motivated. Mm-hmm. Um, no, I thought that, like, yeah, everything on the episode tonight really counted. It really mattered. Um, and, uh, yeah, even, dude, even the Cody stuff. 
Like there wasn't any of that sort of bunk shack Jade Cargill stuff, which I'm kind of over. I kind of just want that to come and go. Mm. Uh, you know, we got Lee Johnson, the, the newest member of the Nightmare family, uh, with a pretty great interview. He picked up a win for his uh, tag team tonight. Um, a great way to sort of reintroduce people to a guy who's been putting in a lot of work in AEW over the past year. Uh, so that was really cool. Uh, but yeah, every little bit had some amount of story to it. It felt like the, the show had a great flow to it. Mm-hmm. Uh, it, it. It felt like it was two hours and it felt like everything that was going on really meant something. So it was like a jam-packed two hours. It was know? one of those episodes of Dynamite that felt cohesive storylines weaving in mm-hmm. and out of each other. Yeah, It yeah. felt like a living, breathing thing. Yeah. You know, yeah, it was it good felt, stuff. They felt organic. Like, yeah, I love those. That's one of my favorite parts of when WB back, you know, people say the attitude era, but whenever they're kind of really in their creative stride, is that the show just feels vibrant and organic and, and things are weaving in and out. And like backstage feels like, you know, like it's live, you know, anything mm-hmm. could happen back there. And I mm-hmm. love those type of wrestling shows because they just feel there's a sense of urgency, uh, you know, in every segment. And this dynamite felt like that. Yeah, and then, of course, it was punctuated. We're going to go through the beats here in a second, but it was punctuated by, I'll be honest, man, one of the one of the just absolute balls-out, nutso main event matches with that uh, Falls Count Anywhere tag oh, match. spectacular stuff, man. Kenta and Kenny versus Mox and Archer. They, I, I feel like even the dude who took the pin here, they made him look like a million bucks with how much it took to get the pin on Lance Archer. Oh, that bit where it's just him and Kenny and he's just staring at Kenny and talking trash and Kenny has to go grab that kendo stick and it kind of like gets back in the ring. It's like, all right, I got to do this. Mm-hmm. And then Archer just catches that kendo and snaps it over his leg. Yeah. Yeah. Great. It great. was great stuff. We'll just start at the beginning though. Uh, the, the Steve notes are out there. So check your Twitch notifications, subs, uh, 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 FC TV channel members also over on the Patreon. Uh, and YouTube channel members, uh, you get the Steve notes there as part of that uh, here. Uh, kicked off with Joey Janela versus Darby Allen for the TNT title. And, uh, you know, I, we kind of thought this was going to enter into like, you know, deathmatch territory. These two guys really have a reputation for uh, doing a lot of crazy stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, there was a lot. I like that it started off with a bunch of wrist lock stuff. Yeah, it was great. And then, you know, you get that. And then it's like, oh, wow, there's going to be doing some wrestling stuff. And then, of course, uh, Joey Janela just dumps Darby Allen on his face on the apron and then launches like a suicide dive elbow right at Darby Allen. Uh, mm-hmm. But we got a lot of like a really great mat wrestling probably more than anybody expected. But then, uh, I mean, you know, we also got an avalanche code red that Darby Great. Allen hits on Joey Janela, And then uh, he follows that up with a coffin drop for three. Really fun match, though. Yeah, it was, it was a really fun match. Really fun match. Uh, next, we had a, a brief Kenta hype package, hyping up Kenta's appearance in AEW and the main event. After that, a Mox promo. Uh, he's like, hey, Kenta's been calling me out. Look, He's been looking like a dork doing it. Carrying around that briefcase last week was no surprise. Kenta <laughs> realized the time for cheap talk was over. But if he wants to get it done, he'll have to do it February 26. He says on that date, he'll dump Kent on his head uh, in a sanctioned match. Tonight isn't sanctioned. Tonight, I team with a guy, Lance Archer, who tried to kill me not that long ago to take on two guys who want to take uh, me off the board. Hey, tonight, tonight is just for fun. Yeah. Uh, after that, we have some inner circle drama as Sammy shows up at the inner circles little dressing room area. Uh, he says, hey, guys, can I get a minute alone with MJF? 
they say, hey, MJF, are you cool with this? And he was like, yeah, yeah, go on. So they leave. Sammy insists the cameraman stays. Uh, he says, look, man, I know what you're doing. Sammy says, I know what you're doing. Basically, he says, I know you're trying to take over the inner circle. MJF says, you know, man, at first I thought when I showed up and you were so resistant to that, I thought it was just Hold on. Petty- first, he, as he's saying that, he takes his phone out of his pocket. Yeah. And puts it on the, the, the little like dressing room desk there. Yeah. He puts it on the table there. He says, I thought this was just a petty rivalry. I thought you were jealous. He said, but then I realized, I think you hate Jericho. I think playing second fiddle to Jericho bugs you. You always want to be front and center. He says, I think you want to take over the inner circle. And Sammy very sarcastically says, oh, yeah, you're right. I hate Chris Jericho. And MJF says, that's exactly what I wanted to hear. And then he goes and he grabs his phone and he hears the very distinct uh, recording sound on the phone. And Sammy says, whoa, whoa, whoa. You're, you're recording me? Is that what you're doing? He grabs his phone and he chucks it against the wall and then he just gut punches the crap out of MJF who crumbles mm-hmm. down mm-hmm. to the floor. Yep. Uh, after that, we got Cody and Lee Johnson versus uh-huh. Pretty Peter Avalon and Cesar Bononi. Yeah. Uh, so uh, fairly early in the match, Bononi hits like a pretty cool looking like reverse pump handle slam type deal. Good, Cody. Yeah. yeah, Cody selling shoulder. Uh, eventually, uh, Cody hits what I, I guess it was something similar to Nikki Bella's old finisher, the rack attack on on Avalon, gets the tag to Lee. Lee goes on an extensive run, including that like, amazing corkscrew like tope thing out of the ring onto, onto Cesar Bononi. Uh, hits Avalon with a really good looking uh, fisherman neck breaker, which Shivani said, oh my gosh, he broke his neck <laughs> in response to it. Anywhere, anyways, uh, Bononi breaks up that pin. Uh, he and Cody kind of go back and forth a little bit, uh, and then Lee Johnson ultimately rolls up Peter Avalon to get the W. He walks up to the stage with Cody, Shivani, uh, uh, QT, Dustin. They're waiting for him up there. So Tony interviews Lee Johnson, and Lee says he wishes he had uh, uh, the words to describe the moment, but he doesn't. He says, after a year of losing, uh, my coaches all showed me that if you do the work, it'll pay off. He says, the Rhodes family is my family. And they alone did this for me. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was. Uh, it seemed really heartfelt. Yeah, uh, it was pretty great. Yeah, okay, so here's the press conference. I'm, I'm not going to watch it right now, obviously, but uh, yeah, that, that's that's funny stuff. The press conference uh, afterwards with Kenny and the Good Brothers. Uh, speaking of the Good Brothers, afterwards we had a Young Bucks interview. Uh, they're asked, uh, you know, hey, you guys are eliminated pretty early. Uh, what are your thoughts on that? And uh, Matt notices off camera are the good brothers. He's like, oh, you want to know why we're eliminated? Let's ask these guys. So the young bucks are pissed. Nick's like, yeah, I was distracted. I got eliminated. And uh, the good brothers, <laughs> they're, they're just so good-naturedly, like, you know, a uh, 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 dismissive of it. Mm-hmm. And he's like, uh, and, and you know, Mass is beside himself. He's like, dude, you know, uh, uh, if we had won this thing, we would have chosen you. Would have been the the young bucks and the good brothers. Dream match, you know, yeah. a dream match exactly. And then the the good brothers sort of turn around on the bucks and be like, "No, you shouldn't be upset at us. Come on, we're your friends. You should be upset at the inner circle, like you know, MJF and Jericho doing your pose." Uh, Santana Ortiz, they're the one that actually eliminated you. They yeah. actually got the elimination. And uh, Matt's like, "Yeah, you know, I'm just real riled up right now. You know what? I feel like I don't feel like waiting uh, to defend these titles. So how about next week?" We'll defend them against somebody in their circle. Uh, XLAX, Santana Ortiz, we'll take them on, and we'll put these titles on the line. And the Good Brothers like, oh, that's a great idea, man. Too sweet us. And uh, 
And Matt's like, ah, this is sort of our thing. I want to keep that private. There's like people like Sting's around the corner. I don't want to do it in front of Sting. And he's yeah. like, what are you talking about, baby? He was Wolfpack. He knows all about it. The red and black. Come on, Sting. Sting, come too sweet me. And Nick's like, <laughs> Nick's like, I'll too sweet you guys. <laughs> Nick always has, always pay attention to Nick. He always has that real low-key, hilarious yeah. vibe to him. He's funny, dude. Yeah, he is funny. Uh, after that, we had a Hangman Page interview. Uh, you know, he's asked, uh, could you be with Team Party Hardy? He says no. And then Matt Hardy walks in, says, hey, we're undeniable together. You know, uh, uh, we don't have to be a tag team. Let's at least go celebrate. I went, I rented out a bar, tabs on me. Page is like, oh, tabs on you. Oh, sure. Whoa, yeah, let me hey. go grab my phone. So he's going to go grab his phone, and he walks by the entirety of the Dark Order. And John Silver is kind of like stumbling over his words, kind of awkward, trying to talk to him. And this part, was they actually, like the performance on this was great because the way they were stumbling over each other's words felt so natural. It was it was running into an ex is yeah. what it was. Like yes. trying to be friendly, running into an ex, and who hasn't yes. been there, it's it's always so awkward. And then ultimately the page just says, well, I, uh, Matt invited me to go to the bar. I'm going to go do that with him, so I'll see you later. And yeah. Silver says something that goes, oh. Oh, stupid. Yeah. Yeah, that was great. So a couple of people mentioned, and they mentioned this uh, a couple of times, that uh, when Lee Johnson was mentioning all the people in the Nightmare family, yeah, uh, the, the nightmare family. Yeah, uh, he didn't say QT Marshall, and apparently his he was very sad about that. His facial reaction. I didn't notice that, but uh, I might go back and look. It's probably pretty funny. After that, we had the bastard pack versus. Uh, I have it written down here. Kirk Bigler. The, he looks exactly, exactly like his brother. It's Ryan Nemeth. Ryan Nemeth. <laughs> Ryan, Nemeth. Ryan Nemeth got annihilated by Pack here. I think <laughs> I think Nemeth got like three moves off. Otherwise, Pack destroyed him. Yeah, he had a four. He had a forearm and he had a drop kick. Those are the only ones that I saw. DDT. He had a nice looking DDT. DDT. Pack spiked himself into the mat. Yeah. Anyways, Pack got the win. Hits the black arrow. Follows it up with the brutalizer. Get the W. Pack's great. I remember. I remember when I first saw Dolph Ziggler. I was like, that sounds a lot like Dirk Diggler. Why mm-hmm. are they doing mm-hmm. that? What is that mm-hmm. name? Why are they doing that? Mm-hmm. And it stuck. I know. Somehow, All these years it's, later, about that, that's got to be one of the later. worst names. That's got to be like one of the worst names. But then it stuck because it just it just they just kept it. Yeah, yeah. Anyways. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, after after that, that, we had a, uh, uh, kind of a recap of the of the no the Kip and uh, Penelope wedding thing. Oh yeah. Um, they had some promo bits, and they actually some of the stuff they shot some like really tight close up macro lens stuff of them after the wedding that was actually really cool. Oh, I missed that. that I just saw, I heard recap, in. and I went to go yeah. get my dinner. There was like a, a just real quick shots of each of them after then. It's so like Penelope still had cake on her face. Hmm. He just looking utterly just like humiliated and distraught. Yeah. It was quick, you know. It was really well done. Um, so Miro's dropping a promo throughout, you know, all this B roll of the ceremony and some other stuff they shot. He blames. Uh, he's like, you know, Chuck, I treated you like a brother. Essentially, I don't blame you. I blame Orange Cassidy for ruining everything. I'm gonna go put him in the hospital along with your friend Trent. Um, and then we cut backstage. Orange is drinking some champagne. Uh, Chuck's there too, not in the butler gear. And then Chuck's like, or sorry, Cassie's like, what, what do they think was going to happen? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, after the, yeah, I'm, I'm not sad I missed that. I really don't care about that story at all. Anyways, uh, after that, we had uh, Inner Circle Action MJF and Jericho versus the acclaimed, of course, MJF selling that gut punch. There was an interview before the match, though. He must have missed that interview, too. 
did you miss this interview? Because Dasha is like, hey, you guys are, it's Jericho and Santana Ortiz, I believe. It's like, hey, you guys are short a couple of numbers. And, and Jericho's like, oh, MJF, this is, you know, we're number of contenders. This match is important. He'll show up. So Santana Ortiz walk in and like, uh, MJF was just in the trainer's room. Mm-hmm. MJF comes in. He's got the, the FPOS rib tape on. He's like, Chris, Sammy sucker punched me. I might have broke a, broken a rib. We got to go deal with this. And Jericho's like, well, we have a match to worry about right now. We'll go take care of that later. Let's worry about the match. He broke a rib. That's funny. Uh, so, yeah, he has a rib tape on. Uh, and, uh, yeah, everybody's there at ringside except for Sammy. Uh, and, yeah, this is a fun match. Mid-match, uh, MJF has a caster in a stretch, and he's got Jericho helping him out, you know, with the leverage in the corner holding on to him. Uh, I love how neither of them, though, were paying attention to where the ref was because Jericho had his head, his head up like this. Uh, uh, Aubrey Edwards uh, notices and kicks the uh, the hold off. Yeah. Uh, but then, I mean, there's all towards the finish here. So, like, Inner Circle gets the upper hand. Bones tags in. There's all sorts of Inner Circle interference. And eventually Jericho hits that Judas effect for three on uh, Caster. Uh, to get things, the win there. Things get interesting, though, after the match. So uh, Inner Circle celebrating. Sammy Guevara walks out. And Jericho's like, hey, what's wrong? What's wrong with you, Sammy? What's the problem? Sammy says, I told you, Chris, that if one more thing happened with him, MJF, that I was done. And so I'm out here to tell you that I'm done. And Jericho says, well, I, I want to know what you mean. Sammy says, I'm done. I'm quitting the Inner Circle. He lays down the mic and just walks out of the ring. Mm, and then It was the- really well done. I mean, the way I'm describing it, it sounds like a pretty simple you know, uh, not terribly impressive segment, but it, in its simplicity it allowed like a lot of, like you look at MJF the whole time. And when Sammy says he's done, he turns the camera's like mm, yeah. almost kind of giddy. He seems yeah. happy. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, you got, you pay attention to everybody involved, even on the periphery, like Hager had some in- uh, interesting reactions to things. So, mm-hmm. you know, we, we, we see Sammy stepping away from the inner circle, which is obviously part of MJF's plan. Mm-hmm. seemed really happy about it um but we still don't know exactly what the dynamic is between everybody else you know between mjf and like hager xlex we don't know for sure we've gotten hints you know but we just don't know for sure i don't i i i i kind of don't think that this is going to i mean it's obvious what mjf is trying to do yeah i don't know if they're going to go down the obvious route of him accomplishing that particular goal, though. Yeah. And I'm really curious to see where they're going to take it because there's going to be at least a couple of twists along the way. Um, I mean, it seemed kind of obvious that they're. I mean, it seemed before like they were going to take a pretty simple route, but I just it's been it's been such a brewing situation, and MJF is just so obvious about things. And I know there's going to be some twist to this. And I know this is one of the pieces of that particular puzzle. And I know that when it eventually ends up happening, we're going to be able to look back on tonight and see all sorts of clues Mm -hmm. that could have led us to that direction. Mm -hmm. Uh, I just, uh, you know, I'll have to go back with a fine tooth comb. Yeah. And uh, I mean, I guess guess the most obvious thing is Sammy and MJF were in on it the whole time, you know? Something like that. Yeah. Something like that, right? Uh, Afterwards. Plotting to kick, you know, yeah, both planning to kick Jericho out so they could take over the inner circle. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Afterwards, Marvez uh, tracks Sammy down on his way out, asks, uh, why'd you leave the inner circle? He says, I just need time to get away from that place. Mm -hmm. So we'll see how that works itself out. After that, Matt Hardy and Hangman Page in the bar. Page is drunk. He's telling some stories. 
Hardy says, I'm still buzzing from their win last week. Says their magic as a team. As he's talking, he gets another drink for the bartender, dumps it out. Uh, Hardy says, hey, we've been having a great time. You know, uh, Paige, I think I can make you the number one wrestler in AEW. I can make you super rich. He takes a contract out. Uh, says, I'll take a small portion, only 30%. But think about the millions you could make. And Paige is like, you know, I think you're right. Sure, why not? Yeah, you got a pen? And so he gets a pen from Matt Hardy. And then while uh, Paige is starting to sign it, uh, at least Hardy thinks, Hardy looks at the camera. It's like, hey, I wanted you here because he he's probably going to get angry when he sobers up. I want to make sure we have a record of this happening. And so while Hardy is talking to camera, Paige switches out the deals, switches out the contracts. Mm-hmm. And so he signs it, and, and, and Matt doesn't even look at it. He's like, oh, he's just so excited. He just takes pen to paper, signs it, and he says, hey, I'm going to make you a billionaire. Um, so Hardy leaves, and then Paige takes a, a sip of his beverage. He goes, I'll have another one of these. Yeah. I mean, Hardy's going to need a lot more alcohol than that. A hangman has, obviously, at this point. Uh, you know, maybe he had a big meal. His, his tolerance, which is already, which is already pretty strong. Yes, uh, he's 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 he had enough wherewithal to have a different contract ready to go Amazing. to Amazing. do the switcheroo there. On Amazing. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is. And it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. The Angie's List you know and trust is now Angie. And we're so much more than just a list. We still connect you with top local pros and show you ratings and reviews. But now, we also let you compare upfront prices on hundreds of projects and book a service instantly. We can even handle the rest of your project from start to finish. So remember, Angie's List is now Angie, and we're here to get your job done right. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I, or download the app today. Angie has made it easier than ever to connect with skilled professionals to get all your jobs projects done well. I absolutely love this because you know if you own a home, it can be really hard to maintain. It's hard to find people that can help you for a big project or a small. Well, whether it's in everyday maintenance and repairs or making dream projects a reality, it can be hard just to know where to start. But now all you need to do is answer that and find a skilled local pro who will deliver the quality and expertise you need. Angie has over 20 years of home service experience and they've combined it with new tools to simplify the whole process. Bring them your project online or with the Angie app Answer a few questions and Angie can handle the rest from start to finish or help you compare quotes from multiple pros and connect instantly, which means you can take care of just about any home project in just a few taps. Because when it comes to getting the most out of your home, you can do this when you Angie that. Download the free Angie mobile app today or visit Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I dot com. That was good stuff. Anyways, afterwards, uh, we had <laughs> we had a sting. I I will admit I did not see this twist coming in this particular sting interview because it starts off. So it's another sting interview with Shivani, as we've been uh, accustomed to. And again, before he can really get any words out, we have Taz interrupting him up there on the Tron outside the arena. 
And uh, but this time he's coming to you from vehicle. Yeah. And uh, he's like, hey, we got one of your friends here, Sting. You might know who we're talking about. Hey. And then you look and they have they have like the other members of Team Taz. I think Hobbs is in the driver's seat. But you yeah, got the other. Yeah. Brian Cage and Ricky yeah, Starks. Cage and Starks. Yeah. And they've got a body bag with Darby Allen in it knocked out and they zip it up and the camera in one shot. So it's legit goes back and the body bag is attached to like a rope which is attached to the back of the car and the car zooms off and just drags the body bag with it i did not see that one coming what is with kidnappings in aew don't know but later on we found out that marco's fine we found out that marco's stunt apparently has been released and he's okay well that's good you know maybe take some solace in that you only have one kidnapped person per episode. I guess so. So Sting sees that. He storms off. We don't see him again. So after that, then we get uh, Kenny Omega on the golf course. He's setting up for a shot, trying to hit a chip or a wedge shot out of the bunker. Marvez rolls up, and Kenny's like, enough. No talking. Not while I'm golfing. Just sit back and watch this shot. So Kenny hits his wedge shot uh, with a sand wedge, knocks it out of the bunker, uh, maybe towards the green. Uh, so Marvez asks what Kenny is doing there. Should you be prepping for your match tonight? Kenny says, I've proven to be the greatest wrestler of all time. What do you expect me to, and, and Don Callis to be sitting around studying tape? No, I'm out here becoming one with nature. You know, I've forgotten what it's like to lose, and I'm not going to lose tonight. And he looks over at Don. It's like, did it go in? <laughs> and Don's like, yeah, it sure went did, in. buddy. <laughs> he has the ball with him. Yeah, yeah I love I love the, the Michael Jordan playing golf stuff. I think it's great. Yeah. I forget yeah. what it's like to lose. Yeah. Like I'm, I imagine Jordan has probably said that on the. Well, that's uh, that's the what the North course. Carolina thing apparently is from. Mm-hmm. It yeah, is it's about, yeah, it's all about Jordan. Uh, after that, we had a really terrific match between. Mm-hmm. This is the first of the women's eliminator tournament on the U.S. side. Thunder Rosa versus legit Layla Hirsch. Um, but during the entrances, we had a little promo with Thunder Rosa. I thought this was great. I thought it was you know, sometimes she has had a tendency to ramble on a little bit. I loved how concise and like she was able to channel like her energy into this mm-hmm. promo. She said, I want three things. I want to win this tournament. I want to get my NWA title back and I want to beat Britt Baker. Uh, and you don't like playing by rules. Fine. I can play without rules as well. Yep. Um, and this was just a really, really, really good match, dude. I it was fun. It was a lot of fun. It yeah. was really good. Uh, Layla Hirsch is really good. Thunder Rosa is. is really good. Yeah. Um, in the end, Thunder Rosa was better in this bout. Uh, she's looking for her finish, the Fire Thunder Driver. Hirsch counters into an arm breaker. She was work, trying to work over uh, Thunder Rosa's arm pretty much the entire match. Uh, Thunder Rosa powers her up. Her power bomb falls with a, a Fire Thunder Driver to get the win. Um, man, just a lot of fun. And after that, they announced they showed the full bracket for the Eliminator tournament. Let's talk about that just sure. really briefly, though. So we're like deep into we're we're forty days into twenty twenty one now or so. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Thunder Rosa, when she comes out, she has got a stacked AEW record that they yeah. display on her lower third. At what point are they ever going to officially announce that she's just in AEW? I mean, she probably hasn't actually signed. I know that. No, I don't think she can because she's under contract with NWA until some point this year, or so we think. We don't know. That's what Billy Corgan said, said. That's what Billy said, Corgan said. In 2021. Did he say yeah. when in 2021? No, just he's, we are deep 2021. into 2021. Well, I mean, we're 40 days. Be, That's not exactly deep. But anyways, yes, I she guess could be in. She could be out of the contract by now for all Entirely we know. Uh, I hope they make that kind of a big deal because like she already has a massive AEW record and it's a really good one. Mm-hmm. And she's basically kind of like at this point 
if I didn't know that she wasn't signed, I'd consider her like the face of the AEW women's division. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. She's yeah, you can make though. that point. She is great. She is great. I mean, so, you got to expect. I, I mean, I didn't notice on the bracket if uh, a Britt Baker Thunder Rosa semifinal uh, so was they, a possibility. They, they, yeah, it is. They can go two ways here because she's pointed out. So, so she beat. Let's just look at the U.S. side right now. You got Thunder right. Rosa beating uh, Layla Hirsch. That's happened. Next week, you have Serena D versus Rio. So, the winner of Serena D versus Rio is going to be uh, taking on the winner of Thunder Rosa versus Layla Hirsch. Gotcha. Um, so. I mean, they're not going to have that match also be for the NWA title uh, because it's part of the tournament. I mean, could they? Yeah. Sure. Would they? Doubt it. Um, I would think maybe what they do. Well, I don't know. Serena Deep actually is signed with AEW, though. Yeah. So, I mean, I doubt they would have. Yeah, I don't know. Because you also have Riho taking on Serena Deeb. I mean, mm-hmm. I don't know how that match plays itself out. You could have you. So I, the bottom line is, you could do this. You could either have Thunder Rosa versus Britt Baker in the semifinals because that matches up with the bracket because yeah. uh, they yeah. they got take Ty Conti versus Nyla Rose, Nyla Rose, and then Britt versus Britt Anna Baker Jager. versus Anna yeah. J. Yeah. Britt Baker's totally going to win that, I would think, uh, yeah. against Anna J. Nyla Rose is going to beat Ty Conti. That's probably like the lock here. Because I don't, I mean, Riho's a former champion. Is she just going to job out to Serena? That number one is going to be a really great match. It is. You, you wouldn't think so, but at the same time, uh, Serena Deeb is the NWA Women's Champion. So, yeah, I don't, I, I don't know, I, I don't know. You can, you can do the Thunder Rosa Britt Baker in the semifinals. Yeah. Um, and have, I mean, at that point, don't you have to have Thunder Rosa, who's not an AEW wrestler, win the U.S. side of the bracket? Even though she has such a stacked AEW record, and theoretically she could be an AEW wrestler. Yeah, I don't know. I don't. Um, I, don't I, I don't know. I'll put it this way: I don't know if they're going to try to establish a new star or or reestablish a star like Nyla Rose. Mm-hmm. I could see Nyla Rose winning this whole thing to sort mm-hmm. of reestablish her. Or are you going to take an existing storyline that doesn't need the tournament, but I guess could use the tournament, Britt Baker versus Thunder Rosa, and have that go to the semifinals? Because that does seem like a natural matchup. Yeah, it does. It I does. don't know which one they'd want to do. On the Japanese side of things, you've got uh, Yuka Sakazaki versus Mei Suruga, and these are going to be taking place on AEW's YouTube channel. Correct. Yeah, at least um, the first round is, yeah. On I think starting Monday, uh, you got Veni versus Emi Sakura. Uh, Maki Ito, which is like the for sure the buzziest person mm-hmm. going into these matches versus Rio uh, Maizunami and then uh, uh, Aja Kong versus Rin Katakura. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what to expect coming out of that, the, the, the Japan side of things other than, you know, the fact that Maki Ito is so popular. Yeah. Like she, if, if, if they haven't filmed these already, I could see them having her advance if she wasn't going to in the first place, just based off of the buzz that she's yeah. gotten. Could be, this could be, could be. I'm, I'm excited to check these matches out. That's for sure. Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, after the, the 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 revealing the bracket, we get a Jungle Boy interview. Uh, we find out that Marco Stunt is fine. Uh, nonetheless, Jungle Boy still wanted to. Uh, talk directly to FTR. He said two weeks ago he had a match against Dax Harwood. And he never. He said he's never been in a fight like that before. He came out on top and he came out a different man. He says, uh, you know, I, we didn't tell on you to uh, AEW management. We are not responsible for you guys being suspended and out of the Battle Royal. 
He says, uh, we wanted to face you. And when we do, he says, I'm going to make you uh, both my bitch. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And uh, then we get and, the main event. And we get our main event, which was which just was, absolutely crazy. Again, like they did for the guy that we knew had to take the pin here, Archer. They literally just concentrated on making him the star of the match. I mean, you had Kenta and Mox just obsessed with each other the entire time and Kenny obsessed with Mox the entire time, which was great. Meanwhile, that allowed Archer just to create as much havoc and destruction as possible. The very first thing that happens, Kenta whacks Archer with the briefcase as Archer is going after Mox and Archer just sort of looks like like a mosquito bit him. Like, mm-hmm. you know, he's just been bothered for a moment. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then Kenny chop blocks Archer. Mox and Kenta go at it. Kenny then goes to attack Mox, and we're off to the races. Yeah, they, there's a little bit where, where uh, Kenny's laying the boots to Mox, and Kenta pushes him out of the way so he can start kicking him, and Kenny pushes him out of the way, which allows Mox to make a bit of a comeback, but then eventually Kenna, Kenny and Kenta kind of start working together. Uh, at one point, Archer and Kenny are sent out of the ring. Kenta and Mox square off some forearms. Kenta goes for a GTS. Mox escapes. Mox goes for paradigm shift. Uh, Kenny's in there to blast him with a garbage can. Uh, after that, Archer brings a ladder in, hits a belly to belly on Kenny onto the ladder, and Mox takes out Kenta with a suicide dive. So then the match goes up into the crowd. Uh, Kenta gets into it with Peter Avalon a little bit, hits him with a GTS. He tries to suplex Archer onto Avalon's bed. Archer escapes that. Kenny goes for a springboard off the barricade. Archer catches him and choke slams Kenny through Archer's bed, uh, covers, and then Kenta breaks up that pin. Uh, things go backstage. Uh, Kenta DDT's mocks on a table back there. Archer throws, blasts Kenta, blasts him with a box of potatoes. <laughs> we get, we get, and then and then Jair says, "Go on, Tony, you can say it." He just potatoed him. It was great. He had Mox had a potato. He grabbed a potato and he Sorry. punched Kenny with Kenny it. Kenny with it, yeah. Oh, oh, this was, was this was why we had earlier. You had uh, Kenny did the you can't escape thing, and he because he had a, a trash can out and he did the moonsault with the trash can mm-hmm. spot on the mox. That was, it was awesome. so good. It was so good. So they eventually brawl back towards ringside. Uh, Kenny uh, V triggers mox onto the, the timekeeper table. After that happens, Archer and, and Kenta start fighting out towards commentary. And Archer wants to powerbomb Kenta through the commentary table. Tell him to get out of the way. He sets him up. Kenta escapes. And then rather going after Archer, he leaps off the stage and double stomps. That locks was the table. so unexpected. That because like you did, I, like I didn't quite put together the landscape, the, the, the geography of where we were. But it's like he just he went into another scene. Yeah, he was great. He leaves one and he just goes immediately. Gosh, that it's like was so he good. has he has like a spider sense for for Mox, and he just immediately went and, and stomped him on that table. You know that table so was supposed good. to break and it didn't. Yeah, I know. Uh, so after that, Archer focuses on Kenny. He starts yelling at him. Kenny grabs the kendo, takes a swing at Archer. Archer catches it, snaps the kendo stick. Kenny goes for a snapdragon. Archer escapes that, hits Kenny with a choke slam. Uh, old school moonsault gets a two. Goes for a blackout on Kenny. Kenny escapes that. Good Brothers make the way out to the stage. This finish is great. It's fantastic. Is great. So Archer goes after him. And then Kenta hits Archer with a couple back fists. Mm. Archer responds with a boot to him. Carl uh, Anderson reverses a choke slam into a gun stun. Oh, that was beautiful. That, that is was so, so good. That, that on its own should be like a finish. Because that mm. was beautiful. It was so well done. So the Jake hits the, the short on clothesline <laughs> of Carl Anderson. Rainmaker. 
Doc then clocks Jake, so he's leaning against the ropes. Kenny set up for a V-trigger on Jake the Snake Roberts. <laughs> he's making his run towards him. Mox runs in with the barbed wire bat, clocks Kenny in the gut with it. He takes it to the Good Brothers. Kenta runs in, hits Mox with GTS. Archer is looking for a double choke slam. Kenta and Kenny low blow him. Good Brothers hit Archer with a magic killer. Kenny follows with the V-trigger. Tries to get him up by himself for a one-winged angel. Good Brothers help him up. Uh, Kenny get him up there. He hits one-winged angel and Archer to get the W. Such a Man. fun match. <laughs> Meanwhile, really fun. The, the camera cuts out to the outside and Kent is just beating the crap out of Mox. Yeah, that was good stuff. And there was no celebrate. I don't believe Kenta went, went in there to celebrate with the other uh, no. fake Bullet Club guys. No. Uh, but uh, he he had his job is done. We'll see if anything else advances there on Strong. There's still there's still two weeks before the the new. Yeah, they got 16 USA days show. till that happens. So I mean, yeah. who knows? Maybe Kenta will be back on AEW TV between now and then. Still I hope so, man. Because he br- he brought a lot this week. He brought a lot. It was it was tons of fun. It really was. It really was. All right, Shall answer we answer some, some questions? questions? Yeah. Yeah, man. You're going to read some from the live Twitch chat. Meanwhile, I have a thread over here from our patrons at patreon.com forward slash Steve and Larson. We'll start with, uh, let's see here, Thomas Dunnigan. Uh, would Archer beating Omega for the title be a good move or no? Eventually, him winning the title is a hard yes from me because... Yeah. And I, th- I think, I think AEW sees a lot, a lot in Archer, uh, the things that this dude can do. And that's why I think you see a match like this out of him. I, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't know how far along it'll be, but you know, keep the losses for this guy few and far between. And they eventually so far. they've done a really good job of booking him for the most part. They have. And you know, from now until whenever, you know, just if it's going to, if he's going to take a loss, it needs to be everybody piles on him because mm-hmm. this dude has all the tools. He has a great look. Mm-hmm. Uh, his moveset is fantastic. Uh, th- th- he's the real deal, man. He is. He really is. Uh, Go T11 with some bits says, with Sammy saying, I need a break from here. Do you think he may be going to impact for a bit or maybe even Japan or just taking a break? Can't feel like anything's possible to be honest with. Taking you. a break, and then when the the huge split and in inner circle happens, he shows up and it twists the knife in Jericho's back and say, "It was me. I was in. I was. I was in on this with the MJF all along." We're just gonna have to keep our eyes on on Sammy Guevara from this point on, man, because I think I guess you're so. Start w- watching his vlogs <laughs> for clues and Easter eggs. There you go. Yoshibal asks, "Is Sammy gonna show up at the New Japan Cup?" We got to do like a, a like an Easter egg video. We're like in in reflections, you know, is this MJF with a red circle right here? There you go. He'll be back before because I feel like this is all going to come to a head at Revolution for during the tag title match or at the end of it. Could be. Could be. Uh, let's see here. Uh, James Fletcher, make a fatal four way uh, for WWE, AEW Impact and New Japan uh, Championships. Champions of your choosing. Make a fatal okay. four way for okay. all so like your like best champion or best match with uh, any champion regardless. So it's AEW, New Japan, Impact, and NXT? Uh, AEW, WWE, Impact, and New All Japan. Right. Kenny, Kota Ibushi. Um, I mean, dude, you got to put Moose in there. Yeah, Moose. Moose. I'm trying to think who from WWE I'd put in there. Where the pool is champions? Yeah. 
I mean, Finn. Finn's got Finn's got the most story for sure. Mm-hmm. But it'd be hard not to put Drew McIntyre in there. Yeah. Like I don't know. Sound I kinda, choice too. I kind of prefer the guy who like doesn't you know, who man, he that's an alpha, <laughs> right there. You know. Uh, uh, broken wheelchair. Really liking Layla Hirsch. Hope they do, just don't turn her into the jobber for wrestlers not contracted to AEW. I don't think they will. I don't think they I, will. I. I don't think that's going to be the case at all. I think she's really probably good, see a lot in her. But you know, she's she's fairly new. She's just having sort of a breakout sort of period right mm-hmm. now. I think that she'll go a long way. I really do. Uh, Patrick Oliva could Cody be legit injured by that Benoni move? I, I don't think so. I didn't notice him like nursing the shoulder. No, I think I think he just. I felt no, like I that think was story. Right. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It looked like a relatively safe move. George Calloway. If you had a weekly New Japan episode, who would you want to do your podcast intro? I mean, at this point, probably be LP for me. Oh yeah, Yano. <laughs> Oh no 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 yeah Yano would be great Jay White yeah I I don't dude I am so turned around and his he is so damn good with his promos mm-hmm. I love Jay White's promos they're mm-hmm. so like angry and desperate mm-hmm. everything he says just has that like I'm at my wits end with everything and I just want to mm-hmm. destroy it all it's great He's I so love good. Jay White's promos He's so man. good but yeah who wouldn't say who wouldn't say Yano that'd be great. Hip hop hippo Lee Johnson. I mentioned this. Uh, Lee Johnson specifically did not mention QT Marshall, who's standing right behind him. QT looked like he'd been wounded by being left okay. Out. Yeah, yeah, that's what everybody was saying. I'll have to rewatch that. Uh, let's see here. Oh, this is great. Ian Flores. I'm I'm just a sucker for local car dealerships. He says whenever I see Lee Johnson, I always think of my local car dealership named Lee Johnson Chevrolet. <laughs> Oh, uh, Mr. Forbesy with AEW having a working relationship with Impact for the time being. Should Santana and Ortiz just go back to being LAX? Yeah. Yes. A hundred percent. Of course. Obviously, yes. Um, I wonder. I, I am curious. Maybe this is a question. Maybe one of maybe like Cal would know this. Maybe these relationships, these talent exchanges. Do you think they're and do you, you think they're? Uh, uh, legal documents that they use or are they just uh handshake deals you know verbal agreements hey send your guy over and don't make him look like an idiot I i'm sure yeah i'm sure that. there's conversations about you know the creative aspect of it sure yeah yeah i think more than anything i don't mean i i, I are, there, are there contracts drawn up saying you know this person will appear on this number of dates of impact television or on aew that i don't know i wonder Definitely if that'd be conversations had the- between don Callis and tony khan at the least about creatively how to approach this so everybody comes out of it looking good yeah sure yeah i mean i'd, I'd imagine there's a sort of standard you know like contract paperwork for the workers yeah you I think so i'm not a wrestler but i figure that's probably the case yeah. um but uh yeah i wonder if there's like you know legal paperwork it's just like because it just it, it's got such a great you know and you could even tell in the paid advertisements on impact that Tony Khan legitimately seems to love this stuff. Mm-hmm. He seems to absolutely have a blast doing this stuff. And everybody that's working in a, I mean, just it, this has always been kind of the case. They all just seem like they're having a lot of fun. But that really translates, like all this Forbidden Door stuff really translates into stuff that just seems like it's a lot of fun. You can host the best backyard barbecue. 
when you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside, repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that. Yeah. Uh, a couple little details from the uh, inner circle segment. Heel Long Heavy says Wardlow is patting MJF on the shoulder. Um, and Rocco says Jericho almost had cry face. There's a nice moment after Sammy left where MJF walks up to him and Jericho shoves him back, mm-hmm. shoves him. Mm-hmm. And then yeah. I think it was Santana goes up to him and he or Miz Ortiz, one member of XLX, and he's like, it's actually kind of talking to him. Because mm-hmm. you know this stuff is planned. Oh yeah. Probably within to, within an inch of, of its detail, you know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh... Oh, sorry. Uh, call me Yawn says Sammy walked out the face entrance too. the face. Tunnel. Yeah. Yeah. The people always mention people. They, they always notice which, you know, hangman has done that as well. Sometimes mm-hmm. he'll go down mm-hmm. like the, the heel entrance. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> James Fletcher says, I hope Pac is as angry and pissed off in real life as in wrestling. I don't because that'd be horrible for people Seems to like have a to miserable existence. That. Yeah, it sounds terrible. Scooter, who wants to bet Simon Miller is still thinking that Sammy and MJF are in cahoots? I don't see anything that happened tonight that would dissuade him from thinking that as, thinking that as a possibility. Mm-hmm. Beans from the East, I feel like it's a swerve and MJF and Sammy are in it together. Mm, there you go. Uh, the glorious Steve Klein. If you were to introduce wrestling to a new fan these days, which company would you have them check out first? I mean, give me a reason why it wouldn't be AEW. Uh, the only SmackDown. Yeah, SmackDown. I mean, because if people want to check out wrestling, WWE is like the name brand. It's the Xerox, the Kleenex, the professional wrestling. So they might think, oh, it's not WWE. You know, what kind of, uh, uh, you know, like fly by night organization is this going to be? Uh, <laughs> I, I agree. I mean, if they don't know anything about wrestling, they've I'll at least heard point. WWE. I'll make this point. I'll make this case for AEW. When I got into wrestling, it was, it was in the college years. Yeah. And I got into WCW. Mm-hmm. Um, so that introduced me, and I've been largely because you know I I knew the names Hogan, Macho Man. To me, that at the time was the standard. Had I been introduced to WWF at the time in like '97 when they were doing some really cool stuff, I probably would have been into it. Mm-hmm. I probably would have been into it. Like to me, it didn't really matter. Like I knew the name WWF more than I knew WCW. Mm-hmm. Um. But uh, but you know, WCW just felt more familiar. They were doing the NWO stuff it was really cool. Well, no, but I guess you know also uh, AEW doesn't have a Hogan or a Macho Man, someone that's a holdover to that level of fame. I mean, Box mm-hmm. is the closest thing they have, and he's yeah. nowhere close to as, as popular and famous as Hogan or Macho Man were, in, you know, in their heyday. Um, yeah, but does WWE have anybody? I mean, they no, have they have Sasha Banks and Mandalorian. Well, yeah, they have Sasha and Becky. Mm-hmm. Um, and Roman, but you know, I, I just feel like, I mean, in terms of creativity, 100% AEW, in terms of interesting stories, good wrestling, I'd point to AEW. But if the situation is like, all I know about wrestling is is the name WWE, I'd be like, well, maybe you know, this the 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 familiarity aspect of that is a good enough 
entryway. And if you enjoy that here, here's something that's actually better. Yeah. I'd, yeah, I'd, I'd, I'd start off with a, I just be straight up because like, you know, everybody knows wrestling, um, you know, whether, whether you're aware of like specifics or not, uh, yeah, I don't know. I just probably, you know, isn't this WWE? Yeah, but this stuff is like much more fun. I'd go to like wherever fun. people think that they're having. Sorry, WWE stands, but it is. It's a lot of fun. People seem like they're having fun in AEW. That's true. Uh, Gary MacArthur says, oh my gosh, it's called the Judas Effect because there's going to be betrayal like the actual Judas. Such long-term booking. Yeah, I think Jericho just named it after his song. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Moses supposes. Let's say in five years, Ryan Nemeth is still in AEW. This is a great question. How do they repackage him so he isn't Wish.com Ziggler? Uh, what's his natural hair color? Get rid of the blonde hair. That's a start. Uh, find some pants for for him. His short trim that don't look like what Dolph wore five years ago. Right. You need you no. Know, here, here's what you do. This is what you do. He hits the he hits the catering table really hard. Uh, gets a little bit of a tummy on him. Oh no, no. You don't want to waste a physique like that. It's beautiful, magnifique. I would do this, and this is top of my head. The least Dolph Ziggler gimmick I can think of off the top of my head is NXT Baron Corbin, because Dolph Ziggler is very like pristine and shiny and he, he even wears like the silly smackdown hat baron corbin wearing what looks like dirty person gear is like the opposite of that so have him grow out the beard a little bit i know baron didn't have a beard but still have him grow out the beard a little bit mess up his hair yes put whatever his natural hair color is maybe give him like if he doesn't want to get real tattoos give him like a fake arm sleeve of tattoos um, like an, an Ed Hardy Halloween shop type thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and then give him something that just looks post-apocalyptic and dirty. Because that's good because Dolph, he's the show-off. What's mm-hmm. the opposite of a show-off? An introvert. A piece of you shit. Know? You know, yeah. So, or an introvert, so, yeah. Yeah, so he, you know, he, he tries to blend in uh-huh, as yeah. best he can. <laughs> he just looks like anybody else. Exactly. There you go. <laughs> I'm here uh, to wait in line. I'm here yeah. to wait in line. A crowd. I'm here. I'm here to blend in. I'm here to blend in with everybody else. Broken wheelchair that falls uh, anywhere match reminded me of early 2000s WB games when you could do anywhere in the arena in some t- match types. Oh man, wasn't that so much fun? Love doing that stuff. Uh, dog authority figure. Will Hangman Page be alienated from the whole locker room? Where do you see him fitting in, or will he be lone wolf forever? Eventually, he'll find that the the the, the key to get into the next phase of his career is by trusting people. I think who it's, those people are. I'm not sure. It's either Dark Order. Or it's there's the Young Bucks again. I think it's going to be this. I think he's going to go from place to place. He's going to go from town to town because that's what he's doing right now. But in the end, all these relationships he's made is going to lead to him thinking he's alone. But when he wins that title, he's going to be hoisted up like Lex Luger beating Yokozuna, oh, which is the good. second time I made that reference today. Yeah, and so he's going to realize. A, such a touchstone in, in wrestling history for Steve. It is. It is uh, for the world. And, uh, and he's going to be hoisted up and realize that the entire time these relationships that he thinks he's abandoned you know, have, have grown in people's hearts and he is surrounded by love and joy and uh, and then he's gonna get really drunk. That's good. Combat films hunter. Did no one see how Don and the caddy moved the ball when Kenny and Alex were talking? Again, I'm watching this on like half my laptop screen. So there's a, if there's details in the background, sometimes they get lost. So I just I I, I admittedly uh, I 
was watching, but I was paying attention to Kenny and Marvez. And I think I was taking some notes while Kenny was yeah. talking. And then I see uh, Callis pick up the ball and be like, hey, it's here, buddy. You did it. And I was like, oh, that was too over the top. I'm sure he missed that. So I kind of figured that was the case. And then they, they mentioned on commentary that he cheated. So I was like, okay. But I didn't actually see it. It was a great bit, though. It's a good bit. Uh, Rocco, Layla Hirsch versus John Silver matches on YouTube are really great. You guys should give it a look. Cool. Definitely will. Yeah. Uh, Gregory Fiella, other than Sammy leaving, let's just take this at face value here. Yeah. Who do you think would benefit the most from leaving the inner circle? My early answer would be Wardlow. Um, he leaves XLX. the employee of – oh, that's a good one. I like Wardlow because, man, he's like a he's really good. Mm-hmm. He's like really mm-hmm. good. He is really good. Gary MacArthur, I was getting my car service today and had time to kill, so I saw Star Wars, the proper one, in the, th- in the cinema. It occurred to me that might be, the well, the last time, the realization made me cry like a little baby. Now I feel all whelmed. I need a hug or something. That's a lot. That's a lot you're dropping on us, man. That's really is. That's uh, Maz dropping a couple subs on us. SCB1983 and Keon15. Thank you, Maz420. Thank you, Maz420. That's all the questions I have on the Patreon. All right. Uh, so that's going to do it for us. Uh, Twitch chat, stick around. We'll answer some more of your questions. Everybody else, thanks for tuning in. We appreciate it. See, we got to We got to entice people to show up for our live Twitch chats, and then Aww. we'll answer your questions too. Thanks for watching, everybody. Till next time, we'll talk to you later. Goodbye. Help support Going In Raw today by becoming a Friendo Club TV member. You'll get access to new bonus episodes every week, including Friendo Club Arcade. Live Power Rank, Vintage 10 for the Wins, and Ask Steven Larson. Get access to Friendo Club TV today by becoming a $5 and up patron at patreon.com forward slash Steven Larson, by throwing us a sub at twitch.tv forward slash Steven Larson, or by clicking join at youtube.com forward slash Steven Larson. Angie's list is now Angie, and we've heard a lot of theories about why. I thought it was an eco-move. Fewer words, less paper. No, it was so you could say it faster. No, it's to be more iconic. Must be a tech thing. But those aren't quite right. It's because now you can compare upfront prices, book a service instantly, and even get your project handled from start to finish. Sounds easy. It is, and it makes us so much more than just a list. Get started at Angie.com. That's A-N-G-I. Or download the app today. You can host the best backyard barbecue. When you find a professional on Angie to make your backyard the best around. Connect with skilled professionals to get all your home projects done well. Inside to outside. Repairs to renovations. Get started on the Angie app or visit Angie.com today. You can do this when you Angie that.